This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 139. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Very happy to have you here. Now, here's the thing with the podcast, right? We've got now 139 episodes, and in each episode, I talk about language learning and I give you a tip of some kind. That's at least 139 tips. In reality, it's probably more like a thousand because I can't stop talking most of the time, right? But what happens when it all gets too much? What happens when you feel like, okay, I know that there are a thousand things I could do to learn a language. Well, what, but what do I do now? What's my next step? We've got a very, very interesting question today that really gets to the heart of this. And I'm really looking forward to that. Before we do that, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show. And if you need to speak more in your target language, if you need to get more airtime, as I call it, then italki is one of the best places that you can go to in order to get that speaking time at a time that suits you. If you'd like to get a free lesson, you can go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, let's get into this question, which was actually nine minutes long. <laughs> so I've had to cut it down, um, regretfully. I think what I'll do is I'm going to play you a few highlights, and um, I'll play you a few highlights of what I think really get to the core of what this guy's asking. And... I will fill in any gaps afterwards. Let's go. Hi, Oli. I'm Klaus from Germany, and I started learning Italian in 2008. Had a lot of breaks in between uh, and now resumed learning Italian uh, in March uh, on a daily basis, and I'm about a B2 level. And aiming to do the CHILS, the uh, certificate for C1 level, in uh, December of this year, so in less than three months from now, I need to have a target in order to somehow move on from my plateau. And you know, just for for some reason, I just got, discovered your uh, podcast yesterday, and I immediately downloaded twenty of them because I, I liked the topics and they applied to me. And listened to four hours worth of material today only. Uh, really, heads up, uh, heads up, really. <laughs> Uh, I'm really impressed by 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 all of this material, and uh, you just do that whilst work having a, a real time job as well. So I'm really impressed. Um, anyhow, I my question, uh, and I'm far beyond the expectation of one minute already. Again, I'm struggling to to move forward from my B2 to C1. I'm quite okay from a speaking point of view, let's say, and. But when it comes to movies and, and reading articles or books, I really tend to struggle. I struggle to see where exact, to determine where exactly I find myself right now and what exactly needs to be done, even though I have uh, two different teachers uh, on, on Verblink. Hi, Klaus. Thank you very much for your question. And, you know, I, first of all, I'm sure I can feel the frustration in your voice. And I'm sure everybody listening can sympathize with what you're saying and, and your and your situation and um you know my apologies for cutting down your question but I, I tried to maintain the the essence of what you were what you're asking about and you know you, you you mentioned that you've just kind of discovered this 
the kind of polyglot community, as you called it, online. And um, I think what you're going through right now is actually pretty uh, predictable, and it happens to a lot of people. And I think a lot of people listening now will relate to this because they've been through it as well. Now, I think it's it's obviously it's wonderful that you've gone ahead and listened to four hours of the podcast. Thank you very much. I hope that's time well spent. I think hopefully for more longer term listeners, what what I would aim to get across, what I, and I, what I hope I do get across in my discussions about language learning is something about the essence of why we do this. Yes, I talk about tips and tricks and techniques and things like that. And that's what you're looking for right now. I get that. But what I try to talk about equally is the heart and soul of language learning and why we do it. And we all have different reasons. You know, some of us want to get a promotion at work. Some of us have a family member we want to talk to. Other, you know, some of us want to pass exams or whatever. Some of us just do it for gratification and self-development. That's why I do it, really. But the there is huge potential for frustration and there is huge potential for language learning to become a burden and a chore. And I see it happening in many people and I, and I can detect it slightly in your in your voice. And it comes from, I think, trying to intellectualize the process a little bit too much. I know because I'm the same. I'm exactly, you know, the things that you're saying, class, in your um, in your message are exactly the kind of thing that I find myself thinking that many other people find themselves thinking as well. And there comes a point, I think, where you really have to make a choice. Now, I don't know, you mentioned that you want, you've got this goal of passing a C1 Italian exam. I don't know whether you need to do that or whether it's just because you think it's going to help you become motivated and keep going. And you mentioned that you've been learning since 2008. That's quite a long time. Um, I'm guessing reading between the lines that you have no particular need to learn. It's just something that you love to do, right? And so I think what I, you know, I haven't prepared this answer, actually. Usually for my podcast episodes, I do prepare bullet points of what I'm going to talk about to try and be succinct, but I'm, I didn't do this this time because I think what you need is not, you know, I could give you a long talk about strategy and planning your schedule and all those things, but honestly, I've covered that in previous episodes. Um, there's a three-part series on time management that many people um, found very useful in terms of organizing organizing their time, and that was back in episode um 48 49 and 50 if you want to check that out you know we don't need more techniques here what we need is i think what i'd like to give is my my reaction to 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 to, to your question and the way the way that you've asked it and i feel my distinct impression is that you need to inject a bit of love and passion back into the your italian and the, you know, stress, which I think you're experiencing right now, and it, it's stress, it, it seems funny to say it, right? You know, stress is something that we get from work. But no, people like us who think deeply about what we want and are used to using our brain power to 
achieve anything that we want to achieve, we get we suffer from stress when logic and planning and intellect don't help us with our language learning or don't get us the results that we want. It's stressful. We're not used to that kind of disempowerment, disenfranchisement of our of our, our intellect, if you like. Because language learning is, it's a, it's an art, it's a humanity, it's a, it's a so many things, in addition to the intellectual aspect of actually learning it. And what I've noticed in myself, many, many times, time and time again, actually, is that the there is a direct correlation between the amount of stress that I feel over how to learn a language, and what I'm doing every day, and the effectiveness with, with which I actually end up learning it. And the worst time of this for me was when I was first learning Cantonese and I was spending like three hours a day and it was just three hours a day wasted because I was, I had this, this mentality of, I have to do more, I have to do better. And I think we've got to get away from that and we have to connect with the, the roots of why we're learning. And, you know, you mentioned so many things in your message. I didn't have time to play all of the things that you mentioned, all these different techniques, resources, teachers, all these different things that you could do, and it sounds like you are trying to do. But that all that does is it ends up sucking the joy out of the process. And the only way that you are going to really push beyond this intermediate plateau that you find yourself at in Italian is by integrating the language into your life in such a way that you, you develop an emotional connection to it, that it becomes a lifestyle rather than a, an object of... Um, a kind of intellectual pursuit. Now, I would recommend. I think if if, if you if if I was coaching you through this, what I would get you to do is to stop everything that you're doing. I would probably recommend that you know, unless you really have to achieve this C one exam that you're talking about. If if you have to pass this C one exam, it's a different story. We have again, we have podcast episodes. Um, about passing exams that you can go and, and listen to. I don't need to repeat that advice here. But I, I'm going to assume that you don't need to pass that exam. And what I would suggest is that you stop everything that you're doing right now and just scale everything back and try to re-engage with the heart. Why do you love Italian? Why do you? Why did you decide to learn it in the first place? What is it that you like most about it? What turns you on? What is it that gets you? What is it that kind of you? What what is it about the language that when you hear it, it engages you and touches your heart? Like, what is that thing? What was your original motivation? Your original reasons? Was it movies? Was it literature? Was it the people? And I want you to think deeply about that, and I want you to reconnect with that right away. And the only thing that I want you to do is that thing which gets you closest to that passion that you've just identified. So if your passion is Italian movies, then I want you to focus on that. If your passion is just speaking with people, then I want you to focus on that. Because here's the thing, in any activity, there are 101 ways to exploit it. Okay, You mentioned in your question um, about movies, and I am, you know, I have very strong feelings. I think movies are very dangerous um, for many people because they distract you from the task of learning. However, if you are at a B1, B2 level, which you are, and you approach them in the right way, then movies can be an amazing learning resource. It all depends on what you do with them. 
Okay. So, the, I, I, the, but I don't even want to go down that road because none of it's going to matter unless you're engaging with the thing that you love to do. And I would, I would suggest as a, as a, you know, as a first action point that you just say to yourself, right, for the next three weeks, for me, I don't know, there's, there's something about a period of three weeks tends to work wonders with these kind of things. It helps you to reset whilst giving you the quality of it, depth of focus. You, you, know, you, you can go deep into something for three weeks, I find. But anyway, uh, let's just say three weeks. I want you to take the next three weeks off and do no studying apart from spending time, spending quality time with the language and the things that you love. So let's just say that it's movies. I want you to spend the next three weeks doing nothing but watching your favorite movies or dramas in Italian. 100% pure hedonistic enjoyment of the language. And I want you to don't, not try to learn or study anything, but just enjoy it. And then after those three weeks are up, notice what happens to you psychologically. How do you feel? Do you feel happier? Do you feel more positive? How, you know, how do you feel about the, the language then after that period? And then notice if you've learned anything. And I, I would bet, I will bet that you will have learned a lot of stuff, even if it wasn't conscious. Because this is the point we need to get back to. Once you can go back and get yourself to this point, a point of, of, of pleasure and goodwill and warm-hearted enjoyment of the language once we can get you to that point then you're in a position to start refining what you're doing and actually learning but you can't do it the other way around you can't just try and force feed effective activities into into your learning you can try and you might succeed for a while but you'll very quickly get to a burnout point which it sounds like you're at right now so i'd like to challenge you to do that for the next three weeks re-engage with Italian in the purest way that you know how. And then in three weeks' time, come back, leave me another message, tell me what you did, what you found, what you experienced. And then from there, I will give you some specific advice for how to start exploiting that activity and making it part of a actual productive language learning routine. Okay, But we will come at it from a perspective of happiness and abundance and and pleasure okay that's quite interesting for me because i didn't know that was what i was going to say um, it's just kind of ended up like that but you know the, i am very lucky to have many friends who have learned many many languages um and one of the commonalities that i have become very aware of amongst everybody who has devoted their lives to language learning is that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter unless it's something that enriches our lives. And so we, I'm more, more and more, I'm coming back to this and I'm trying to position language learning as a source of enrichment and joy in our lives. And I'm sorry if this comes across as a little bit um, fluffy or vague. But, you know, I think like, and again, I'm assuming that you don't, you have no immediate need for Italian in your work or your life or something like that. In which case, this whole answer is uh, is uh, off the off off the point. Um, but but yeah, that that's that's what I'm feeling right now. That's how I'd like to answer this question. I hope that's okay, and I hope you're not abjectly disappointed with my answer. But again, that's from the heart. So I'd like to invite you to do that. Go off and do that. Come back in three weeks. Tell me what's happened. 
how you're feeling, what's different, and then we'll work and try to get something more tangible and actionable into your language learning process. <laughs> to finishing that thought. Okay. Good luck. It's exciting if you if you can approach it this way and there's tons of potential. And don't forget your English is flawless and you've learnt it um to this level. So you are capable of speaking Italian to exactly the same level. Um we just need to find the commonalities there and 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 reverse engineer you know, the success that you've had with English. Okay. So I look forward to hearing from you. If you would like to ask me a question, ideally, uh, kept to under a minute, then you can go to I will teach you a language.com forward slash ask. I usually leave you, leave you with a resource, but I'm not going to do that today. I just want you to think about what we've spoken about and think how it might apply to your learning. Feel free to uh, come and leave a comment on the show notes. You can find that at I will teach you a language.com forward slash episode 139. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, class, for your question. And I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.